Today in Science from Wired. Your dog is a secret weapon in the fight against cancer. Every year, thousands of pets develop tumors very similar to those found in people. Find drugs that work for canines, and human treatments should follow. By Sabrina Weiss. Jellybean continues to defy expectations. The five-year-old Labrador retriever mix jumps up and down from her favorite spot on the couch and walks around the living room with such ease it's as if she hadn't ever had metastatic cancer. Her owners, Patricia and Zach Mendoza, still can't quite believe the miracle. She's got a little bit more of a tug to her step, Patricia says. Jellybean was diagnosed with bone cancer in her hind leg almost three years ago. Despite amputation and chemotherapy, the cancerous cells quickly spread through her blood to her lungs, as they do in 90% of cases in dogs. Survival time at this stage averages two months. We didn't have any hopes of curing her, says Patricia. We were pretty devastated. So, in November 2020, the Mendonces enrolled Jellybean in a clinical trial at Tufts University, about an hour's drive from their home in Rhode Island in the U.S. Jellybean was given a trio of pills, at no cost, which the Mendonces stuffed daily into her favorite chicken-flavored treats. By Christmas, Jellybean's tumors had begun to shrink, and they haven't come back since. The response surprised even the vets treating Jellybean and raised hopes that these drugs could help not just other dogs, but humans too. Jellybean's bone cancer, osteosarcoma, also affects people, particularly children and teens. Fortunately, it's relatively rare. Some 26,000 new cases are diagnosed worldwide each year. The problem is that there haven't been any new treatments for over 35 years, says veterinary oncologist Amy LeBlanc. And those available aren't very effective. Osteosarcoma patients have a survival rate of only around 30% of cancerous cells spread to other parts of the body. Canine studies like Jellybean's trial could change all this. Cancers that arise in pet dogs are molecularly and microscopically similar to cancers in people. In the case of osteosarcoma, the similarities are striking. When compared under the microscope, a canine tissue sample and a human tissue sample of a tumor are indistinguishable. But while it's thankfully rare in humans, osteosarcoma is at least 10 times as common in dogs, meaning there are huge numbers of canine cancer patients out there to help with research and drug testing. The families and dogs that participate are an important piece of the puzzle in moving this research forward, says Cheryl London, the veterinary oncologist at Tufts University Cummings School of Veterinary Medicine who is treating Jellybean. Importantly, dogs are not subject to the same federal regulations that limit treatment options for humans. Veterinarians are much freer to use existing drugs off-label against diseases for which there aren't currently good treatments. All told, this makes for quicker and cheaper clinical trials. Such trials are part of the Cancer Moonshot initiative that President Joe Biden relaunched last year and for which he has asked Congress to provide an additional $2.8 billion in the 2024 budget. They're designed to fill a knowledge gap that is not sufficiently filled by traditional studies in mice or by data that cannot yet be easily gathered in humans, says LeBlanc who directs the Comparative Oncology Program at the U.S. National Cancer Institute. The program oversees clinical trials on dogs with cancer, which are carried out by Tufts and 21 other veterinary universities in the U.S. and Canada. Apart from the fact that many dogs get cancer and are treated every year, they are also better suited for studies than laboratory mice. 
Tumors occur naturally in dogs, and they are exposed to a similar living environment as humans. In comparison, researchers raise and keep mice in cages and study the spread and treatment of cancer under artificial conditions by injecting the mice with malignant cells. In addition, the accelerated lifespan of dogs can help researchers see results quicker than they might in a human study. Dogs also respond to treatments in similar ways to humans, as several clinical studies in recent years have shown. In 2019, scientists at Colorado State University completed a trial of 28 dogs with osteosarcoma that had spread to the lungs. In addition to a commercially available cancer drug, they prescribed the dogs a common blood pressure drug, Losartan, which acts on the immune system by blocking the recruitment of a type of white blood cell that stimulates tumor growth. Three years later, the scientists reported that this pair of drugs had helped shrink or stabilize lung tumors in 50% of the dogs. Jellybean is receiving these, along with a third drug, not yet approved for humans as part of a parallel study at Tufts University. Already, this Losartan research is having a knock-on effect for humans. Around 40 children with resistant or recurrent osteosarcoma are now receiving Losartan and the human equivalent of the canine cancer drug to determine the safety and dose range of the treatment. It's a promising step, but according to Steve Dow, veterinarian and director of the Center for Immune and Regenerative Medicine at Colorado State University, it's too early to make an assessment of the impact it could have in people because the human trial is not at the high dose range yet, which is where we saw activity in dogs. But another clinical trial involving an experimental vaccine is already a step further. Scientists and doctors are testing how effective the bacterium Listeria monocytogenes is at treating human osteosarcoma patients. This nasty bacterium usually causes food poisoning, but in its weakened form, it stimulates the immune system. In dogs, immune cells have been shown to patrol the body after vaccination and destroy any cancer cells remaining after conventional therapy. The study to see whether the same happens in humans is due to be completed later this year. Medical companies have also recognized the potential of pet cancer data, especially in the field of precision medicine, where patients receive personalized treatments that target cancer-causing mutations that are specific to their genes. This personalized approach is considered the holy grail of cancer therapy, but it relies on analyzing huge amounts of genetic information. Gaining enough data to reliably predict how a drug will perform is one of the biggest challenges when it comes to developing a new cancer treatment, says James Zoe, an assistant professor of biomedical data science at Stanford University. In a study published in January this year, Zoe and his colleagues, working with One Health Company, which focuses on precision medicine, showed that dogs can expand the pool of useful clinical data. With the help of a computer model, the team compared the genetic mutations and treatment outcomes of dogs with cancer. They drew on a data set of nearly 800 dogs treated for different types of cancer in American veterinary clinics and whose tumor tissue had been sequenced to detect mutations. Based on a comparison with data from a small number of human studies, the team found that dogs and humans who have similar genetic mutations and receive similar treatments have similar clinical outcomes, thus showing that dog data can help with developing human drugs. Once researchers have access to a canine dataset like this and have analyzed which gene-drug combinations appear to be effective in dogs, existing drugs could then be repurposed or further developed for human use without having to start from scratch. The traditional pipeline of a single cancer drug is at least 10 years and costs billions of dollars, in part because recruiting enough people for clinical trials is so difficult, time-consuming, and costly. Applying machine learning to dog cancer data could speed up the process. 
This will be needed if President Biden's overall cancer vision is to be met. He wants to reduce cancer-related mortality rates by at least 50% over the next 25 years. This will require progress not only on the deadliest but also the rarest human cancers, including those of the bones, lymph glands, and brain, where clinical expertise is still lacking, and pharmaceutical companies have had less incentive to conduct trials because the potential market is small. Anything that can bring down the costs of drug testing in these conditions will be massively helpful. LeBlanc believes Zoe's research underscores the promise of precision medicine and sets the stage for follow-up studies in which drugs are prescribed to dogs in a controlled setting and data is gathered over a period of time. But she would like to see research and drug development continue to be guided by the principle that dogs with cancer are not just study subjects, but first and foremost, patients themselves. Their care and welfare as they help us along this journey are always going to be our top priority, she says. This is also the top priority for Jellybean's owners. She is the only one of the 23 dogs who is still alive after receiving the same treatment as part of the Tufts University trial. The median survival time was about five months. The work that Tufts has done and the science behind it have touched our lives so strongly and saved our dogs, says Patricia. She is glad to know that the ongoing treatment and regular checkups could help other dogs and people in the future. But on a day-to-day -day basis, it's just the fact that she's still with us. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. <laughs>